up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine, rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Good morning, happy Tuesday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Swords, an early break, full show ahead, lots to get to. <clears throat> Apologies in advance if my voice sounds froggy again. We are both fighting a cough and a cold, doing our best we can, hanging in there. How are you? Good. <clears throat> feel good, actually. Um, I don't know that I have a cold. I just have allergies or something. Yeah, I got something going on with the, with the, with the cough. It's bugging the crap out of me, but we're fine. Other yeah. than that, I'm fine. Yeah, nobody Good. wants to hear about our ailments. No, they don't because we're here, we show up, we don't complain. We yeah, just give, no put it out there. No complaining. If I sound different, that's why, but I'm not complaining. I think we're genuinely happy to be here. At least I am. Now, I don't know. I can't yeah. speak to you, but... Yeah, I feel good. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Um, kind of settled back in from the trip. I love going to Ann Arbor. I can't emphasize that enough. Um... I guess that's maybe why I was in a good mood last week because I knew I was going there. Um, and then, you know, then I came back and it was a... <laughs> what do you call it? A crap fest? It's a crap fest right now. <laughs> Everything out there is just... I mean, I, I see through a lot of things. I don't buy into anything anymore. And I, I think I learned that mostly in the in the, the Riley search is that anything out there that's spouted is probably false it's just crap rumor. So <clears throat> I guess I got a lot of people telling me way to go yesterday by saying on the airwaves that nothing's going to happen. Think about that for a second, Sip. By me saying nothing's going to happen, people are saying good job. <clears throat> crap. Fest. It's more likely that nothing's going to happen than something's going to happen. Here's I'm just deal. looking at this from a very realistic approach over here. Right. There's a lot of, I think, this happens in a lot of markets people are frustrated yes if, if you're hiring a coach yep you know you, that means your season went poorly and still is going poorly it's not over yet and it i think what happens with a lot of fans is their frustrations they want they want to have control they want to they want to try to control the situation they, they, that, that, that make it make sense to them and they'll just glom on to anything, and they want an answer now. I mean, they want they want answers now, where there where there may not be one. Patience level is zero right now for a lot well, of the fan base. A lot of it, not all of it, but no, a lot of it. There's a lot of very the patient. ones stirring up the rumors. Yeah. Patience level is zero, or boredom level is one thousand. And then you have the media that I don't know how to. It's not a, a commentary necessarily on the Nebraska market. It's just the media in general. It's I don't even now most people don't even know what media is anymore because the lines blurred. I mean, more than ever. Yeah, I mean the who, lines who blurred. So what is media? A lot of people can report anything they want with zero accountability and zero. I mean, I you know what zero. So right. a lot of these accounts, let's say on Twitter, they're out there. I mean, uh -huh. they're just they're they're fake names, or they're uh -huh. just not. There's no names. Right. 
there's no accountability. Right. And so they can run with this and, right. and get people excited to stir up a storm. Right. And it, it, all, it, it just sums up to a crap fest, mm-hmm. a total crap fest. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I can tell you this. There will be a coach at some point hired Within by the Nebraska. next three weeks, yeah. <clears throat> Within the that next we know three for weeks. sure. There will be someone eventually hired at this job. Yeah. I, I stand with my initial thought, I think your initial thought too, that it will not happen – until after the Iowa right, game. That's what I think. I too. still will put that out there. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. We believe that. Yeah, on and this okay, show. now so in the meantime, instead of becoming frustrated with the crap fest, can't you just kind of roll with it? You know, you know this is gonna be over in three weeks. Now, in the meantime, can't you just kind of look at this stuff and say, Yeah, okay, I mean, whatever. I mean, um, even I can, even though it's my job, I can kind of look at it and laugh like, "Oh God, here we go again." But now, then, but if, there'll be another. There'll yeah, be, right. There's going to be something else, exactly. Because I mean, maybe the, today or tomorrow, yeah. there's, there's more steam behind somebody, somebody else. Yeah, somebody. Or maybe Matt Rule reappears in right. the steam. I mean, and yep. Oh, I saw him at the airport. I saw him at, at Shields. I saw him at High V. Right. And that crap pops up. Right. Saw him at North Stadium. I just don't believe that. He was at North Stadium on Sunday while the other coaches were working. You're parading him around North Stadium, really? Okay, yeah, yeah, that's that's a rumor. I, I, I just frankly, I did not believe it. I don't believe it. Um, and if it's true, it's true. That's right. fine. I, mean, I can be wrong. Yeah. And, and good job on your sources for finding information. No, that- I don't. But report it then. <clears throat> I mean, right. I don't know the the people that I know that are close to it. One of my sources said, you're embarrassing yourself right now by asking this. By by continuing to press this rule, you're embarrassing yourself. So, you're, I mean, in my shoes, I'm caught in sort of a, it's sort of a tough situation. You know, I call a source and say, you sure this isn't simple? You're embarrassing yourself. You're letting the internet people right. get in your head. So, it's, you're caught in a rough spot. So I, not not that, but but again, not that rough. Now now, <laughs> this would get rough. I kind of laugh in a sinister way. I was reading about Auburn. Auburn, their writers talk fairly openly about the possibility of interviews having to transpire after the season. Now, what if that happens here? What if Iowa we? What if Iowa game passes on Friday? Was that November twenty? 20- Fourth, fifth, twenty fifth. Yeah. What if, what if November twenty fifth happens and then Sunday comes, no announcement. No news. Monday comes, no announcement. Tuesday comes, no announcement. What if that whole week passes with no announcement? Could this fan base withstand that? No. <laughs> and here, and, and sip, sip. This is the sad part. I kind of expect that. So we, th- we we said for sure after Iowa. I don't think it's for sure that Saturday well, if or he, Sunday. If Trev wants to interview some, yeah, a a, a candidate. I mean, I was re- like I said, I was reading about Auburn, which, by the way, according to one report, their their main target is Kiffin, but they're but they don't know much either. If you read their reports, it's it's tight lipped at Auburn too. There's not much coming out. Um, but the report I read last night that was that. Lane Kiffin was the top target, but there was not much information. Well, that was kind of been. The top target for the whole time, I think, for them. 
So that makes it's that's been consistent at least. Mm-hmm. That was a report day one since it, when Matt Harson got fired. That hey, Kiffin's the target here. And it's that a, stayed the same then. It's a very similar situation in that that John Cohen is the AD. He's getting help from an assistant AD, but that's it. It's just them. So there's no, you're not getting leaks even at Auburn. But any, but they, when I read that that there's a possibility that they may interview people after the season because some coaches just won't even deal with it. Some sitting coaches won't deal with that situation until their season's over. That I thought, oh, God, if that happens at Nebraska, what, then what? You know, it should be okay. I. Yeah, it's going to be – think about There's a know, lot of reasonable In, in that hypothetical, I mean, it, you know, let's say you lose the next two weeks to Wisconsin-Iowa. You're already frustrated with the season. You can't go bowling, so the next two weeks – means something in terms of ending streaks, but you can't do anything with them. Mm-hmm. So now we're like, okay, let, let's hire the coach. If it's not by the end of the weekend of Thanksgiving, <clears throat> and it is the whole next week where silence, rumors, silence, right. and then maybe something that Saturday or Sunday or, or, or even the following week after that, this place is going to eat itself up. It's going to cannibalize itself more than it already has. Like some people are having Easy. a lot of fun with this. Easy. This is truth. Some people are having a lot of fun with this, and I, I guess people enjoy that. But I, I to me, I'm sick of it. Like it, it, really? it annoys me. And I know why, that. Why can't you? That sounds like the I old man. You? That sounds like the old man can in the I, room. Can, can I, can, didn't I just help you with this? It's, it's okay. It's, say it's a month. Can't you withstand it for a month and just roll after, with it after two months of rumors like just that? Just roll with it. I mean, at this point, you, you have to roll okay, with it. Now, hold on. Just take a deep breath. Can't you Can't you just recognize it for what it is? That's the world we're in, Jake. It's just, what, can't you just find somebody you trust? Like, maybe the person sitting across <laughs> from you. I have, I have talked with you about it. Yeah, and, and not wor- why worry about it? I'm not worried. I'm not even worried about it. I'm not worried about it. I'm annoyed by it. Okay. And not by I'm annoyed by it. I'm, I'm, I'm not <laughs> to be, really to annoyed. Be fair, I'm annoyed. By I'm it. not really annoyed by Trev and how he's handling it. No, I'm he can't. It's not his deal. By the people stirring the pot. Yeah, that last go round. I don't think Trev would mind me sharing this. Remember the Thursday rumor stuff? It was a Thursday a couple weeks ago. I I just sent Trev a text that said this is getting out of control and he just sent back i knew no, nothing was going on because he sent back a, a a text that said stay off twitter steve i mean just i don't i wouldn't counsel you to stay off twitter but just recognize you just got to kind of recognize where it's coming from which is hard because here, some of it's underground here, here's a texture says i need to stop complaining really? i'll read this text this is unnamed texture says, sure, it's annoying and frustrating, but you fired your coach three games into the season, and the season has been a dumpster fire. What did you expect from the fan base? The rumors are more entertaining than the games are. Jeez. Delightful. <laughs> what a great spot we're in here yeah, in Lincoln, Nebraska. Delightful. Yeah. And someone says, why are you guys complaining? It gives you content. Yeah, it does give us content, but... But here's the thing. It's a lot of energy toward things that don't end up being true. It's like right. I, I, we have to commit time. That's the thing. And, and, 
and energy to to research stuff that we probably know mm-hmm. is not true, mm-hmm. but we got to make sure it's not true because somebody was spouting out stuff. Well, as far as Matt Rule goes, I did research on Rule yesterday, Matt Rule, because he's he's sort of the subject of the latest round of rumors. But you'd have to admit that that Rule, if if there's three or four legit candidates, Rule's there's a good chance that Rule's one of them. Does, he, he does fit. Yeah, there's a good chance that Rule is one of them. And I did. Now, there was one. I'll do a, can I do a pro and con on Matt Rule. Unfortunately, I didn't bring my computer today. Hmm. But I think I can remember. And, and I have a little trouble with my phone over here. Um, but I, there was a quote I was reading about Rule. And there's a quote from a Barry Trammell article from 2000, from 2017 when he took the Baylor job, and he talked about why he took, why he liked the Baylor job, why he took the Baylor job. In fact, I'm going to get this quote verbatim right now. It's not going to be hard. Um, just, just, just hang in there with me for a second, Jake. Uh, and, and and that it's a quote that's somewhat concerning if you're in I would think if you're a Nebraska fan because all right I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna here I'm gonna paraphrase Par- paraphrase be good yeah I'm up <laughs> thank you he said that he really likes the thought of living in Central Texas because of the proximity to recruits and he doesn't have to get on a plane and go recruit wherever he's never recruited nationally he didn't recruit nationally at Baylor he didn't recruit nationally at Temple I wouldn't I, I doubt um, for sure, not at Baylor. So he, he, one of the reasons he liked that Baylor job was he didn't have to go. Na- he could just recruit in Texas. Now, and he said explicitly, "I don't have to get on a plane all the time and go wherever." Okay, so so pause there. Mm-hmm. If that's what he took that job for, now go back to what my concern has been the whole time mm-hmm. about Matt Rule is the energy it takes to rebuild this, right? And knowing he's got a lot of money going away from Carolina, are you really that energized to rebuild Nebraska? Right, you got to go. That has been my concern the whole time. I'm not doubting his ability. I think he is a good football coach in college. I you cannot convince me that with everything he's getting to go away from Carolina and and what he just went through for a dumpster fire of three three four seasons in Carolina that he's just ready to right now flip it and start mm-hmm. over. And and not worry, you know, and just go. You have some I, I reservations. I have huge reservations there. I have huge reservations. The, the thing that I like about Rule, well, there's a lot I like, but maybe the main thing is his background as a line coach. It's mostly D line, by the way. I thought it was O line, but it's mostly D line. He was the D line coach at Buffalo, the college, 90, 1999 and two thousand. He was the D line coach at UCLA in two thousand one. He was a D-line coach at Temple before he became a head coach. And then bef- then after Temple, um, I, don't, I don't know, 2012, I don't know what the timeline is. He was the assistant O-line coach with the Giants. So think Donovan Rayola, yep. assistant line coach with the Bears. So he came up largely, not totally. He's coached, hell, he's coached tight ends. He's coached special teams. He's coached linebackers. But a lot of his background is in the trenches, which I really like. And he is known as a, I mean, a, pro- a program builder. Um, 
charisma, East Coast guy, by the way, total East Coast, um, born in New York, grew up in Pennsylvania, um, fast talker, um, that, not in a bad, I don't mean that in a, in a negative sense. He just literally talks fast. Um, so I, there's a lot, there's a lot there. I can see why he's in that mix, especially with his line background. That's where it's got to start with this. Well, yeah. I mean, that, that's a huge check in the right box for him. Yeah. But I don't know. You said the text line didn't react particularly well to Matt rule. When I brought that up yesterday to say, Hey, if it, you know, this is a rumor, but if, if he was the guy, what's your response? I thought it was overwhelmingly negative on the text line. But yeah. again, I don't know who those people want. Like, yeah, who do they want? If if hey. you let me ask you, if you are so overwhelmingly negative to Matt Rule, who is your guy? Four I, six four five six eight five. Like, who is your guy? Again, we we've done this for two months, over two months now, in terms of rumors about who, who Nebraska's coach is going to be or who do you want. I I don't. I'm sure names have changed a lot. Since this host this started in mid September, but I'd like to know what the name is right now. 402-464-5685. Who do you got? It doesn't. I, I don't mind playing this game at all. It's because this this is this is not rumor. This, this is not us no. spouting. Hey, this is happening. This no. is us saying hypothetically. Who do you want? This is more fun than rumors. You know, fake rumors. I'm not, I'm not saying, hey, this guy's in town. This guy's been contacted. Who do you want? Right. I stand by. We have been very adamant on this show for months that I don't think it's going to happen, but I still would like Urban Meyer. I've, st- I've said that time and time again. I've not backed down from that, and you really have not either. No, I will not. I would not. Why? And we're not going to. No. Do we think it's possible? Probably not. God, be... If it was possible, you make that happen. You make it happen. I mean, I, I, I just... I've been consistent in saying, if you don't make him tell you no, then I don't know that you that you can say you did your job. Fully. Right, and, and and number one, there's no buyout with Urban Meyer. Uh-huh. If you if you if money is a big factor, if that's a big situation, well, guess what? Here's a great coach that there's no buyout for. Yeah, that's that's just contract here, not mm-hmm. this plus the contract. It's just contract. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer. Mm-hmm. Don't think it's happening, but we have not backed off that stance of you and me on the same page. Urban Meyer is the best candidate for the job. The best. You know what? His name, his name, is his name not coming up at Auburn much? It's not. Is it possible that Urban Meyer has sent out the word that he's not going to get back in? He doesn't have to get back in yet. Think about Mora. Think about Jim Mora. He had been out since 2017. He was out at least two years, three years, three years. Jim Mora Jr. was out of the business, just doing his thing, pretty low-profile analyst at ESPN. Wouldn't you say Mora Jr. was pretty low-profile? Yeah. He'd, he'd turn up on some Saturday shows, but he wasn't, he wasn't a big-time presence at all. So he just bided his time. And then, I don't know. I, I don't know. There, there might have been something that, that attracted him about that UConn job. Well, he was out in Bristol. There you go. I mean, that's what was going on there, right? Mora was out in Bristol a lot, so, probably. Yeah, I'm talking to Connecticut people. Yeah. 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 Uh, from Greg in Myrtle Beach. He does not have an update for us. He's, Greg, do you, ha- you don't yeah, have Greg, any updates? You, you're welcome to call in, Greg, and give us an update if you have anything. But he says this regarding Matt Rule. He says, we are Panthers 
season ticket holders in Carolina. And I've talked to three current players. All three said rules in-game coaching is a joke and is rah-rah, phony-style loss to locker room. Now, here's the deal. That's NFL. <laughs> Nick Saban. In-game coaching's not just NFL. Nick Saban was successful in college with LSU. Mm -hmm. Went to the Dolphins. Wasn't very successful. Had one. He had one season that he went nine and seven. They won six straight to end the year. The next year he goes, I think six and ten, mm -hmm. and says, "I'm not leaving." But he, overnight he goes to Alabama. The rest is history. Mm -hmm. It's working for him pretty well in college. It mm -hmm. didn't work well for him in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Now I don't. I haven't heard guys say that he was a phony or raw raw in, in his time in Miami, but it did not work out. Mm -hmm. Some guys just don't. They don't fit in the pros, and some guys just fit in college. We know, we know that. Absolutely. Fix. We're in a fix. Nobody's, we are in a fix. I mean, think about that. Nothing. We're just going in circles right now. It's just constant circles about this and this. And Nebraska's what got do Wisconsin you want? What do you need? Yeah, they have a football game. I mean, Mickey's going to talk to the media today. Um, As the head coach. Yeah, we're probably to find out, is, is Casey going to play this game? We'll get a better feel for that. we got to think about um, – Senior day, which who's who's going to go through senior day? You know who's not going to go through senior day. Senior day has become an odd thing uh -huh. if you've if you've if you haven't noticed. Very odd. I mean, does Garrett Nelson go through senior? He's a junior. <laughs> he can go through. He can go through it two Nelson, years in a row. It was funny in August. Garrett Nelson. He didn't. He didn't. He said, "I don't know what class I'm at. I don't know how many years I got left." It's a good question. I have yeah. no idea. Yeah, he said, "I don't have any. I don't because of COVID and the way it it messed around with eligibility." He said, "I I don't even know how many years I got left." <laughs> um, from he the, says two from the text line. He you, has this year and next year. Here, uh, I'm a, Joel gives me ten names. I'll I'll give you his top five. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, Joel Joel in Iowa says. Number one for Nebraska, Lane Kiffin's who he wants. Okay. Two, Matt Rule. Okay. So I'd be high up. Three, Chris Kleiman. You okay. Know, you know good I'm, list. You know I'm all on Chris Kleiman. I, I would say that's a really good list to this point. Four, Lance Leipold. Good list. And five, Mark Stoops. My God. Pretty good top five. Joel, my brother. That's a good top That's a That's damn near my top five, but you got to find Urban Meyer in there. Yeah, where's Urban at? Not in his top ten. I understand that, though, because – if he's like me, he might be thinking about gettable. Now, some people would say Lane's not gettable. I don't know. I don't know that. I don't know either way. We don't know so. anything right now. We don't, no, we, we don't, really don't. We that's, don't know who's gettable and who's not that's gettable. That's the thing about this search process. I think people don't – they don't – I don't know if they don't understand. They want it to play out publicly, but it's a private search. You, you paid – I don't know how much money for that search firm, but it wasn't a small amount of money. It was probably Greg would know. I should know. I'd have to look at, at it. How much you pay for a search firm? But you pay a search firm thousands of dollars to keep things under wraps. Trev Alberts isn't going to leak information. Trev's not going to. Somebody might, but they've kept this under wraps. Now it could suggest they got somebody and there's just nothing there's nothing to leak. It could suggest that there's I don't know. I don't. It could suggest that the search firm and Trev, and I'd say Doug Ewald, the CFO, have just done a good job of keeping it watertight. Again, if you go read the Auburn reports, it's sim. There's, it's the same. There's not much coming out. Hardly anything. Um, 
so people want this as long as this one people has. want this to play out publicly but the whole process it's i mean trev's whole approach to this has to be i have to keep everything under wraps it has to be professional it has to be done in a in a quiet way in an orderly way it can't be leaks everywhere right right no it looked bad. Leaks is ter- I mean, leaks is entertaining for us for mm-hmm. content and having some sort of information, but it's not good in terms of where the search is at mm-hmm. and who you can trust. Right. The so search. there's these competing, these sort of competing entities or in, these competing notions in the discussion that everybody wants this to play out publicly, but it can't. It can't. It can't. Or it just wouldn't look good if it's playing out public. Now there are public searches for like chancellors where you know the the university literally has them interviewed they identify the candidates have them interviewed and people write about each candidate you've seen this play out but that's not what the, that's not the nature of this you know so i don't know what to tell people uh four zero two four six they're gonna say do your job simple well yeah i mean what what like what's that mean if there, it, it just creates something, right? If there's no leak, I don't have a, I don't have anything for you. Well, I can make something up. I and, and and now there's the thing. Now, Jake, I want to tell you this. Here's the kind of the, it's sort of the beauty and the problem at the same time. I could make something up, and there'd be no ramifications. I could play. So, I well, could my jump, source told me this. So I could that, jump in on Twitter, and there nobody's gonna care if I'm wrong. He's gone to the next thing. That's that's what we're in. I realize it. That's why I don't get too shook up about it. I could make something up, you know, and there would be no nothing's going to happen to me if I'm wrong. Nobody would even care, you know. You just move on to the next thing. That's the way it works in this world. It's fine. Just, if you know the rules, you know the rules. Uh, four six four five six eight five. I'm still surprised on the text line. Greg, Greg, quick, quick. Market rate for a decent search firm. 175 to two, 175,000 to 200,000 for head coaches. Okay. So you pay $200,000 to a search firm to keep things under wraps, to, to make calls and, and put out feelers without people knowing about it. Without, su- without Jake knowing about I'm it. I'm surprised. I mean, there's not a lot, Sorry, but I, there, I still see people supporting Bill O'Brien on the text. Wow. Oh, interesting. I just think his star has faded this year. B-O-B. I mean, Alabama nearly is nearly has three losses. How much? Four losses. How, how much is that? Because you just don't like Alabama. I, that's not. That's not why. So I, you're just taking to his. Me, to me, this is the least impressive Bama team we've seen in a long okay, time. Okay, and you're pinning that on Bill O'Brien. Well, he's not making them elite by any means. Oh well, they nearly lost to A and M. So if, if, if Alabama wins the national title, They're I not would going to. They've got two losses. If Alabama won the national title, you are not giving Bill O'Brien credit. I'm not saying you're that. not. You're no, not going to say I they're elite. No. no, you're not. Uh-uh. So if they're struggling, why do you spin it on O'Brien? Because we've never seen them struggle like this before. He's oh, so you're OC. pinning it on O'Brien? O'Brien. I, I am partly. Yeah. Oh, geez. partly. But if they if they're winning, you don't give him credit. No, sure he does. No, he gets credit. Yes, <clears throat> that's. Don't put words in my mouth. I'd give him credit. I'd say, no, good job. You lost a lot of pieces, you and you fair. still are great. I am being fair. I don't think Alabama, if, if you go read Alabama Twitter, they don't like Bill O'Brien. They don't even like their own OC. Well, go read all- Alabama Twitter. You want you want to go you want to 
you want to plug Bill O'Brien? Guess what? They'll say take him. I just want you to be fair in a they conversation. Alabama fans don't even like him. Well, they they're three. saying what I'm saying. They're having the worst. Their offense looks like it's the worst it's been in the years. Yeah. And I'd say it well, does. And I would say it does. Bama fan, it does. Look calm bad. down. You lost some great receiver. You lost some great talent. And they're not very year. good up front. I'd say. I mean, I would say. I even counsel say it's not all Bill's fault. And they would say yes, it is. No, they wouldn't. <clears throat> Well, they're haughty. Yeah, they expect to go undefeated every year. Yeah, so they you can't even talk to them because they don't really speak the same now, language. I'm not. Us. You've noticed I don't bring up O'Brien anymore. It's not because of that. It's just because I think he's more NFL inclined, and if he gets good here, sayonara. Now I hate to not hire a coach because of that, but it creeps into your mind. It creeps into your mind, and it rule it rules a little bit that way to me. I'm not big on it, but I could. I, I'm more accepting of rule than a lot of other names like Jamie Chadwell. Um, I'm more Coastal Carolina head yeah, coach. I'm Jamie more, Chadwell. I mean, I'm. I mean, rule has run some big ships. You know, he's been at the wheel of some big what, ships. Wouldn't you take Matt Rule over Jamie Chadwell? Yeah, like no hesitation, right? No hesitation. Thank you. I'm just making sure that's out. There. No, I like. I do like the notion of these coaches that have had the steering wheel of of big ships, you know, the Carolina Panthers, Baylor. Those are big, big ships. ships. He's yeah. had to steer big ships through rough waters. Power five, NFL, yeah. back-to-back. Now you're going to say, well, why, why would you support Mickey then? Well, I mean, Mickey is steering a big ship through rugged waters, and he's learning from it. I, don't, I think his ship has sailed, though. I do. I think his ship has sailed. Yeah, it doesn't look great for Mickey. No. But – Again, we don't know exactly how the search is going. I'm not in Trev's quarters. I don't know how he's viewing Mickey Joseph. We got some calls to get to. If you can hear us. She's pouring in. What's going on? I don't know. Did we say something? Oh, I lost that one. My bad. What's going on? Uh, If you can hear us, you're on an early break. Go ahead. Who do we have today? Good morning, fellas. This is Vince from Napa, California. No, it's not. No, it's not. Vince, what's going on? Hi, Vince. (laughs) Well, put it out on Twitter. People might believe that. (laughs) You want to know something else? What? I'm going to go to my Twitter page right now and say Vince in Napa is a serious candidate. Yeah. People will believe us. I don't know. Your halftime speeches would be great. Oh, hell hell yeah. My pregame speeches would be even better for (laughs) Friday's sake. But, um, I mean... At, at this point, um, at this point, the coaching search is the coaching search. You know, I mean, I mean, we can all pretend like we know something, but the fact of the matter is, is that you know we're just kind of in a holding pattern. But I'll tell you what I thought of the other day. The more, maybe one of the most, one of the more underratedly more frustrating parts of you know just the constant struggles and the constant losing seasons is that you know as a fan base. Okay, now we're at a point where the games are, you know, basically an afterthought. So we're we're just kind of like down to our secondary rooting interest. Because think about it, for years, and I'm not speaking for every Nebraska fan, but I know I'm speaking for at least some. We all probably rooted for Ohio because of fun. And years ago, when we were, you know, do, when we were doing the Bo Pelini slash Turner Gill uh, search. We were rooting for LSU and Buffalo, you know, because of those two individuals. And I would imagine some Nebraska fans, at least some anyway, probably root for Wyoming because of Craig Bull. And, of course, for me personally, I'm rooting – I mean, I have a personal reason for this, but, I mean, I'm rooting for Georgia because of 
Napa, California, is Brock Bowers. And I do agree with you, Jake, that if, that, that if Michigan goes up against an SEC team, notably Georgia, Georgia is going to motorboat. They'll have troubles. And they will get a, and they will get a good look at the back of number 19's jersey. Okay. That is my that is that is my hot take. But thank you, hot take. <clears throat> you know, but but the problem with secondary rooting interests is that <clears throat> once that person's gone, you're done with the program because now that Frank's, I mean, just as an example, now that Frank's done with Ohio, I don't have a reason to root for Ohio. But you know what, though, fellas? Oh boy! You know, even though the games are an afterthought at this point. Um, we still have we still have two more games. Uh huh. And I don't know if any and I don't know if anybody's aware of this, but uh, you know we have losing streaks to break uh-huh. against Wisconsin and and against Iowa. So you know what I say. What Wisconsin's coming to town this week, and you know what I say. Why? Our season may be lost, but if we can't get along, we might as well get it on. Let's go. There he goes, Vince in Napa, California. <laughs> Rather bizarre build up to that. Um, yeah, you know, it's typical. <laughs> We lost our callers. We did. If you want to call in, you're welcome to 402-464-5685. Before we get to break, I need to do a proverbial uh, popping of the champagne this morning. Oh. Okay. I didn't hear the The Miami Dolphins remain the only undefeated team in the history of the NFL because the Eagles lost last night to the Commanders at home. Nice, nice. 32-21 Commanders take down the Eagles. I thought they were frauds the whole time. I'm right. The, the Eagles. Commanders. The Eagles will not even be the one seed. Mark it down. They will not end up as the one seed in the NFC. The Commanders. That name's growing on me. The Eagles might not win their division. Hmm. Yeah, you got to do a better job of popping the cork. Do it. I don't have a cork. Do the cork thing. <laughs> I don't have a cork sound. You can make the cork sound. <laughs> I think I'm happy with my silence compared to that. <laughs> you shook the. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I shook the cork and just let it go. That was terrible. You shook the bottle like you like anybody could. If you're listening, people listening don't know what you're doing. You got a lot of people watching though. Yeah. Thousands. Thank you, Commanders, for helping the Dolphins out today. We appreciate you on this 50th anniversary of the undefeated season. What are we talking about next? We're going to take more of your phone calls and texts next early break in the ticket. <laughs> the Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. It's electrified. Boogie, woogie, woogie. So you can boogie, woogie, woogie into the forest. Boogie. Boogie, woogie, woogie through the mud. Or boogie-woogie-woogie to work, where you boogie-woogie-woogie down the hall to your boss's office to tell him you quit. Then you boogie-woogie-woogie to the elevator as he boogie-woogie-woogies after you, begging, please, take me with you. The electrified Jeep Grand Cherokee 4xE. Learn more at Jeep.com. Jeep is a registered trademark of FCA US LLC.